Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Meir Turin. Meseches Tainus has been dedicated by Mr. Aaron Zweig, Le'iloi Nishmas Reb Shimon ben Nechemyah Halevi. The Gemara Meseches Tainus on Dachav Aleph tells us the story with Ilfa v'Rab Yochanan. The Gemara tells us that Ilfa v'Rab Yochanan have a garzi by Raisa. Ilfa and Rab Yochanan were busy learning Taira, the Chikul Milsa Tuva, till it reached a situation that they were in severe financial straits. Amri, they said to themselves, Nekum, let us get up, V'nezel v'nei iska, let's go out and do some business, Unikayim v'nafshin, and be mekayim with ourselves, the Pasuk, Efes kilayiyah b'cha evyoin. A person is supposed to ensure that he does not come, Lideanias. Like the Gemara Mesechlis, Bav Metziah, and Aflamit Gimel Amad Alv teaches us, that Avedasai v'avedas aviv, a person has a situation where his Aveda was lost, and the Aveda of his father was lost as well. The halacha is, if he's only able to retrieve one of them, Avedas his Aveda has a Kadima. And the Gemara of learns that out from this passage of Afez Kilayiyah B'cha Evyayin, which Rashi explains to mean that a person has a Chiyav to ensure that he does not come Lideanias. The Gemara, however, over there says, A person who's too careful about this Inyan, and because of that negates the Aveda of his father, at the end, it will come Lideanias. Like Rashi explains over there, a person really should go with Nimishur Sadin, and he should take his Aved of his father, even though he'll incur a loss. However, Rashi explains, if not for a case where it's Hafsid Mechiach, the person's going to have a tremendous loss, in such a case, one should be Mechayim, the Pasuk of, Efes And therefore, we hear what the Gemara speaks out, that the Chikulu Milsa Tuva, that they were in severe financial straits. Therefore, Avada they held over here, it, it makes sense to apply the din of Efes Kilayiyah B'cha Evyayin. Now Rashi over here, Masech Des Tainis, in Divri HaMaschel, Kilayiyah B'cha Evyayin, Rashi is mashma that the drasha comes from the word B'cha. That from B'cha Widarshin, B'cha Ba'atzmecha, you yourself should ensure that you do not become an Evyayin. The Gvur Zari, however, is very bothered by this Rashi. Because the Gemara Masech the Sanhedrin on Daf Samach Dalid, over there the Gemara talks about the din of Maver Atzmeilamaylech. We know it says in the Torah that a person is not allowed to give over his son or his daughter to the Maylech. The Maylech was an Avedizar with had big fires, and they would pass the child through the fire. Now the Gemara Masech the Sanhedrin brings down Machlekes between the Tanakama the Rabbanon and Rabbelazab Reb Shimon. The Tanakama says Maver Atzmei Pater. Though if a person gives over his children, he transgresses the Isra of being Mavr Lamaylech, however, if he gives over himself, he is Pater. Rabbi Lezab, Rabbi Shimon, on the other hand, says, Machayev, one is obligated even if he gives himself over. The Gemara over there in Sanhedrin explains, My time to Rabbi Lezab, Rabbi Shimon. What is if shot in Rabbi Lezab, Rabbi Shimon, that there's a Chiv of giving even oneself over to the Maylech? The Chsiv Layimtza Becha Mavr Benoi Upite Lamaylech. And from Bechavi Darshin, Bechavi Atzmecha, that there's a prohibition even for the person himself to give himself over to the Maylach. On that, the Gemara in Sanhedrin asks, Rabbanon, the Pati, the Rabbanon who say there is no obligation when he gives himself over. Do they not hold of this drasha of using the word Becha to mean, refer to the person himself? But we know the Chachamim do agree to this, because Vatanan, we have a Mishnah in Bamitzion, Daflam, and Gimel, and Alf, which teaches us, Avi Dasev Avidas Aviv, Avi Dasev Kedemes, in a case where a person could only save either his Aveda 
or the Aveda of his father. So his own Aveda has Kedima. But Amr Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda explains, this is learned out from the Pasuk of Ephes, So from Becha, it would seem that the Rabbanan do agree to the Drasha of Becha. On that, the Gemara and Sanhedrin answers, over there the Alfusa is not from the word Becha, rather Hasami Ephes Yalfinan. Over there we learn out from the word Ephes, which means Ephes v'kalevim cha'anias, ensure that Anias should not come to you. Al-Kalpanim, it comes out, it's like the Gvur Sari, from the Maskana of the Sugi of Masechta Sanhedrin, that according to the Rabbanan, who we paskin like them, they don't hold the drasha of Becha, and therefore they pater a person who is Maver Atmelamalach. Only Rabbi Lazar of Shimon holds we can darshan from the word Becha, but rather the Rabbanan hold that the drasha is from the word of Ephes. If so, the Gvuris Ari says he does not understand why Rashi over here explains the drasha coming from Becha, which is according to Rabbi Lazar of Shimon, who is a Das Yachid, you should have rather explained the Sugi according to the Rabbanan, who are the Rabbim. The Gemara continues in the story with Ilfa and Rabbi Yechanan, Azul Aisibu, Tusi Gudariya. They went ahead and they sat beneath a very dilapidated wall, and they began to eat bread. The Gvurasturi asks, How were they permitted to sit under a Gudariya, a dilapidated wall? Didn't we learn previously, Mesechtis Tainis, on Chafam and Bez, that which Rabbi Yane had taught, a person should never put himself in a dangerous situation and say to himself, well, a nace will be performed for me to save me. Number one, Shem Number one, perhaps the nace will not happen to him. The and even in an event where a nace is performed for him, from the fact that they had to be Mishana the Teva for him, that takes away from a person's chosim. Rav Khanan says that is the meaning of the Pasik where it says, By Yaakov Avinu, Katainti, Mikach Asadem, Mikach Emes. I have become small, my schusma have been diminished from all the kindness that you have bestowed upon me. So Rav and Shmuel, where the Gemara tells us previously, did not even walk by a Gudarua. Kolshikain, how could Ilfan or Yachanan go ahead and sit down and eat bread, which entails a longer period of time? Why were they not concerned for the Isser of Layaman Adam Atzma, Ibimakim Sakana? The Gvur says, Al-Karchok, we have to say, that they did not realize that they were sitting by a Kaisal Ru'a. The Ben Yayad in the Sefer Ben Yahu writes similarly, and he says, we have to say that perhaps on this side of the wall they were sitting, it looked like a brand new good wall, and on the other side you were able to see that it was dilapidated. But where from their vantage point where they were sitting, they did not see any problem with this wall. Now as far as this Isser of Le'yamun Adam Atzmei V'makim Sakana, we find a fascinating Gemara Masechtas Kedushin. The Gemara Masechtas Kedushin and Afchavtes Amabez tells us the following story. Rabbi Yaakov, who was the son of Rav Acha, who was the son of Rabbi Yaakov. There was a Tana Rabbi Yaakov, who was the son of Rav Acha by Yaakov. Now his father Rav Acha had sent Rav Yaakov to learn by Abaye. However, when he came back from Yeshiva, his father saw that Le'av Mechadin Shmaitei, he did not have so clear to him the learning. So Rav Acha Bar Yaakov told his son, Rav Yaakov, I'm going to go to Yeshiva instead. You stay here at home. I'll go and I'll hear the learning. Now Abaye heard that Rav Acha, who was a great chassid, was coming to visit, was coming to learn. Now there was a mazik in the Be'er Abbanan Abaye, in the Yeshiva of Abaye, which gave them many problems. That even when two Talmud HaChachamun would walk in, even during the day, where generally the Gemara in the beginning of Brachas tells us that when you have two people, and if it's in the daytime, normally mazikim are not mazik, 
This was a ferocious mazik that was mazik even when two chachamim came in during the day. So Abaye came up with a plan. He said no one should offer of Achav Yaakov a place to stay, and therefore he'll be forced to stay in the Beis Madish. After the Misrach Nisa, perhaps a nais will be performed for him, and the mazik will be taken care of. The Gemara tells us that's indeed what happened. No one gave him a place to stay. He was forced to go into the Beir Abanon. And the Gemara tells us, O Bas Bahu Beir Abanon, he went in to go to sleep in the Beir Abanon. The Mazik appeared to him like a snake with seven heads. Kolkari the Karan, with every time he bowed in his davening, Nasr Chad one head of the Mazik was chopped off. The next day, Rav Achav Yaakov told them that he was upset with them, that they put him in such a situation, Elias Rachash Nisaf, not for the fact that a nasal has performed for me, Sakintan, you would have put me in danger. So the mashal over there, Masech Kedushin, is bothered by this Gemara. The Gemara uses a Lushan that Abai had said, let him go into the Be'er Abanon, after perhaps Misrachash Nisa, a miracle will be performed for him. He says, Ksas Kasha, it's hard for me to understand how did Abaye push him into a place of a Makam Sakana if it was only a Safik, perhaps a miracle will be performed for him. And the truth is, the Masha goes further. Even if a miracle will be performed for Achab Yaakov, but they will take away from his Chlissim. And like we learned over here in Masechus Tainus, that a person is not supposed to put himself in Makam Sakana because even if a Nase happens, Menachem Lai Mishchayisav. So how is Abaye allowed to put him in such a situation? The Masha explains, Abaye never had a question that most definitely Rav Achav Yaakov would never be in a potential danger. Because Abaye was Saimach on the Hasidus of Rav Achav Yaakov, and with Rav Achav Yaakov's davening, he will definitely be not be hurt and killed by the Mazik. And if anything, with his Kayach the Mazik will be destroyed. And the Masha goes further, that if Rav Achav Yaakov would destroy the Mazik using the Kayach this is not called a nace. This does not have the din of a miracle where we say, But Abai just said, perhaps before he gets a chance to be misfowl, a nace will happen and the mazik will be killed without his tefillah. In such a case, that will have a status of a nace. And yes, it would have the potential of However, Abai held, because of such a suffix, we should not hold him back from going in in order to save everybody, the Tad Vadai, that he will kill the Mazik. According to this, the Marshal explains that's the language that Abai used after the Misrachish Nisa. Abai did not mean to say that at any moment he was in a danger because Imanishach, either his Tfilah will destroy the Mazik or perhaps a Nase will happen, meaning if it won't be through his Tfilah, then at least it'll be through a Nase. And therefore, it explains further why the next day, Rav Achav Yaakov was upset because he said, if not for the fact that there was an ace, I would have been misakana. Because he was not title of the thing in his tefillah, but rather he was title in the fact that an ace was performed for him, and he was upset that it would be From the Masha, however, we see a fascinating insight. The Masha teaches us that if someone is misfowled for something, and, it's, and the person is saved through the kayachat tefillah, that is not considered an ace. And the pshat in the Marsha is that Kaddish Baruch Hu made the teva in the creation that if a person is misfollow, the person's feel has a kayak to be piled, has a kayak to give him a Yeshua. The Gemara continues and the Gemara tells us how the Kakarhi Rifta, they began to eat bread. Asu Shri Malachi Asharis and two Malachim came. Shomer Rabbi Yochan and the Omar Khan Lachavi Rabbi Yochan heard one of the Malachim say to the other, Nishti Alayu Haikudav and Niktalinu. 
Let us throw upon them this wall and kill them. They are leaving the eternal life and being Isaac in Chayisha. The question is, L'chaira the Gemara Masechtis Brachas on the Aflamet Hayam Abayz brings down a Machlaikas between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shimon Bayechai. Gemara says, Taner Abanan, it says, One should gather in his grain, because since we have another passage which says, that a person should be constantly be learning Torah. You might think that means literally a person should never be Isaac in Parnassa. Rabbi Shmuel holds that a person should go ahead and be Mephanis himself. Rabbi Shimon Bayechai argues and he says, Asher Adam Chayrish Bishas Harisha, the Zerea Bishas Zerea, the Kaitz Bishas Katsira, the Torah Matei Aleh. Is it possible that a person will spend so much time plowing when it's time to plow, planting when it's time to plant, reaping when it's time to reap? What will be with Torah? And therefore, if Shem Bechai says that really a person should be Isaac the entire time with Torah. The Gemara ends off that Abai says many did like Rabbi Shmuel's Mahalach, the Alsa Biyadan, and they were Matzliach, it worked out. Kerav Shem Bechai, Belay Alsa Biyadan. Many did like Rabbi Shem Bechai, and it did not work out. So it's mashma from the Gemara and Brachas that we pass in like Rabbi Shmuel, that a person is supposed to be Nayeg Imahem Minadarachards. If so, we have to understand what was the Taina of the Malachim that they wanted to kill Ilfa and Rabbi Yechanan. Number two, there's a question over here. How come Rabbi Yechanan did not tell Ilfa what he heard? If he heard that they're doing an improper thing and therefore the Malachim wanted to kill them, he should have informed Ilfa. The Birchus Avram in Mesechtes Beya on Daf Tesvav wants to explain the Gemara in the following way. The Bialachin Simin Kuf Nunvav writes, on this that the Mechaber writes in Shulchan Aruch in Arachayim Simin Kuf Nunvav Sif Aleph. Mechaber writes, a person should go to work because called Taira She'ein Ima Melacha, Saifa Betela V'Gayreris Avain. Any Taira without work together with it, at the end a person is battle and it causes a person to do chait. Ki Ha'ayni Yavirenu Al Das because being in a severe financial situation could cause a person to do averus. On this, the Bialacha writes that this is Negea Leklal Ha'olam for most people. However, Anashim individuals, you can always find every time that they're able to go the Minog of Shirim Bayechai. The Bialacha says further, that is Medoyik in the Gemara Brachas, that it says, Harbe Asukir of Shirim Bayechai, the way also the Yadam. Many did like of Shirim Bayechai, meaning to say, Many people cannot do like of Shem Bechai, but Yechidim could. And he says, Bevadei HaKadosh Baruch will be Mamti for them Parnasa. The Rambam de Bialacha writes, echoes a similar idea. The Rambam in Parak Yigimel, Mehilcha Shemitah V'yayvul, at the very end writes, that not only Sheva Levi had this uniqueness, that it was Miyuch only for Avedas Hashem, but the Rambam writes, every person who feels Nisai Libai, his heart has uplifted him, and he wants to go ahead and Strictly, the Isaac and Avedis Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, will be mam to him, HaParnasa. And Befrat, the Bialacha writes, if there are people who are willing, who want to be machzik someone in learning, then Avada, that's the proper darach that the person should take. The Bialacha ends off, the biggest proof to this is Yisachar and Zavulun. According to this, the Berchaz Avram wants to explain that even though Rabbi Yaichanan heard the Malachim speaking amongst each other, saying that they want to throw the wall, however, 
he did not say it to Ilfa because really the Anhaga of Rav Shirin is only for Yechidim. Because as far as the Rav Tzibor, we pass on Likr Bishmol. And therefore, he did not feel that he should say this over as a Psak to Ilfa. However, it's very hard to understand the Mahalach of the Berchus of Ram as far as this is concerned. Because after all, the Malachim were saying that they're going to throw the wall on both Rabbi Yechanan and Ilfa. Which would be much when they felt it was a tie on Ilfa as well. That he was on the Madrega to be Nayig like Rabbi Shirin Bayechai. Kipshutai, the answer why Rabbi Yechanan did not tell Ilfa is like it's Mashmer from the story. Rabbi Yechanan asked Ilfa, did he hear anything? And Ilfa responded, he did not. From that itself, Rabbi Yechanan held it was a simon min Hashemayim, that this message was intended only for him and not for Ilfa. The Gemara goes further and the Gemara tells us that the other Malach answered back not to push the wall on them because there is one of them, the Kaimali Shaita, that eventually he'll become the Rosh Hashiva. The Gemara tells us that Rabbi Yechanan heard this conversation, Ilfa did not. Rabbi Yechanan asked Ilfa, did you hear anything? He said, no. He said, since I heard and Ilfa did not, obviously this is meant for me that I am the one who is going to become the future Rosh Hashiva. Rabbi Yechanan said he's going to go back and be Mekayim upon himself to Pasuk, of that there will always be an Evyain in the world. Rabbi Yechanan went back, the Gemara tells us, Ilfa did not. By the time Ilfa returned from his business, Rabbi Yechanan had already become the Rosh Hashiva. So he told Ilfa that if he would have stayed, he would have become the Rosh Hashiva. The Gemara tells us, then Ilfa went ahead and hung himself from the mast of his ship. And he says, if anyone asks me a question of, from the Brises of Rabbi and Rabbi Aishyan, I do not show where this is hinted to, the halacha in the Mishnayis, I will throw myself off from the mast into the ocean, v'tavano. The Ben Yayada asks, Mimanashach, how is Ulfa allowed to go ahead and kill himself if he would not know the proper pshat, not know how to prove that these brises were, could be found in the Mishnayis, he would kill himself? A person is not allowed to commit suicide. And if you're going to say that Ulfa, in a case where he didn't know, would not throw himself off, so that means Ilfa was saying something not true. He was saying, if I don't know the answer, I'm going to throw myself off. And in the end, he would not do it. The Ben Yayad explains, to answer these two questions, he says, there was predicted God to the fact that Ilfa Dafka hung himself from the mast of a ship which was in the ocean. Ilkhaira, a much easier way would have been to stand on the roof of the Beis HaMedrash, and over there, there would be all the people there who would be able to ask him the different questions. Why did he Dafka choose to go out in the ocean on the mast of a ship? Says Lukhair the Pshat is because the same way he says, even Bismanenu, that people know how to dive and know how to swim, Ilfa knew how to swim and dive. And he said, therefore, Ilfa would never have been in a danger even if he would throw himself off. And he was saying this whole thing that he'll throw himself off was to attract attention of people that he should come and gather around and begin to ask him the different questions. The Ben Yoyada says, furthermore, that he Bidavka hung himself on a ship in the ocean because we know that Taira is Nimsha Lamayim. Tyre is compared to water. And therefore, Ilfa was saying that the same way as well that Ben Yoyada says Ilfa is like the name of a ship, this, Ilfa was saying to draw a comparison the same way we have over here. This ship is in the water, that's its makayim. Even though I went out to business, but I always made sure to retain my learning and to be constantly involved in Limanat Tyra, like this ship that stands here on the ocean. The Ben Yoyada makes one last point. That the same way that in the ship, the mast is much higher than the rest of the ship and most of the sailors, the people traveling on the ship, they step down below. Very few people go up on top of the mast. Ilfa was showing as well 
that he retains such a high level of learning, which the Hamayin Am, most people, do not have. So the Gemara goes further in this story, and the Gemara says, Asa Husaba, that old man came, Mishtaisis Mesechtes Chulin, on Daf Hay points out, according to Lam Shat, that wherever in Shas, it uses this terminology, the language of Ahus Saba, that old man, it's a reference to Elio Anavi. And he told Ilfa, we have learnt, Ha'imer Tenu Shaka Lebeni B'Shavis, if someone who is dying, and he goes ahead, and he gives his money, Biyad Shlish, in the hands of someone who's going to oversee the estate. And he tells the person a specific command, that you should give my children a shekel for every week. But really, we see that the children need more money. The lach is that he's allowed to give them from the Arusha even more money, even the amount of a salah. However, the Bryce says, If he specifies, I only want you to be, give them a shekel per week, then the lach is, even if they are more needy, they need a salah's worth, one is only allowed to give to the Yarshim a shekel per week. The Brisa continues, If the father had stipulated that if his children die, so others should take over the Arusha afterwards, then the Brisa teaches, No matter what the terminology was when he said, Give a shekel per week, In any event, we only give the amount of a shekel. So Ilfa responded, you know who this is going like? Hamani Remeyer, this goes according to the Shita of Remeyer, Damar Mitzvah Likayim Divrei Hames. There is a mitzvah to try to ensure that the Divrei Hames is always Niskayim. Rashi over here, Mesachtis Tainis explains, from where do we see from this Raisa the Yisoyed of Mitzvah Likayim Divrei Hames? Rashi says we see it from the very last case of the Raisa. In the case where the father had stipulated, that after his children die, the Yerusha then should go to other people. Since over there, no matter what the language he used, whether al-titnu el-shekel or titnu shekel, in any event, we only give the children a shekel per week because they were trying to fulfill the words of the mace that the mace wanted, that afterwards other people should go ahead and get the Yerusha. So this you cite, that even though all the money belongs to them really, and really the other people only have a right to the money after these Yarshim die. Even so, we go ahead and we're mekamates, we go ahead and give them only a shekel per week in order to be able to mekayim the divriyat mace. This goes according to the Shita of Remeyer. Now, as far as this Iker Nidan of Mitzvah Likayim divriyat mace, we find a very interesting machlekes between the Shilas Etshuvah's Shilu Meshiv and the Shilas Yaakov. Is this din of Mitzvah Likayim divriyat mace limited only to cases of Dine Mominis, where the mace had commanded something, Negea, his Yerusha? Or does it apply even Benegea, other things? The Shalos Shuvah's Shalom Meshiv, Tinyana, and Chelek Aleph Simon Aleph writes B'Shem the Evan Shayev, that the Mekar of Mitzvah Likayim, Divriya Mace, is learned now from Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu commanded his children not to bury him in Mitzrayim, but rather to bring him up to Eretisrael and bury him there. And his children went ahead and were Mekayim that. From there we see that it's Mitzvah Likayim Divriyameis. And from there we see as well that Mitzvah Likayim Divriyameis is even pertains to things which are not Didim Ominous. And the Tehillah Yaina asks on the Evan Shayev that Lechaira, what is the proof from Yaakov Avinu? Can't we say that over there the reason why they were Mekayim is because they had a Mitzvah of Kibbanav? 
But perhaps someone else would not have such an obligation. Perhaps this had nothing to do with Mitzvah L'Kayim Divrei Ames. But I'll call upon him, it's Mavur from the Divrei Evan Shayev and the Shayel Meshiv that the Mitzvah L'Kayim Divrei Ames is not strictly by Dine Mominus. So is Mavur as well in the Sma, because in Shulchan Aruch and Chayesh Mishvat, Simen Reishin and Gimel Sifkat and Lamed, where it talks about someone who is Mitzvah before his death, that they should not be Masvid him, the Allah is that we listen to him. And the smile over there in Shekharach explains that the reason why we listen to his tivoy is because mitzvah likayim divrei hames. From here as well, we see that the smile is well understood that mitzvah likayim divrei hames is not limited to something that has to do with the mace's money, but it's uh, in Agea, everything is a mitzvah to mikayim the divrei hames. However, in the Shal Shubish Yaakov, Chelek Aleph Simen Kuf Samachaches, he writes over there that the din mitzvah likayim divrei is only applicable to the nechasim, to the money that the meis had owned. But it does not apply to other things. And he said, if, if anything, the raya that the Evan Shayev brings from Yaakov Avinu, the fact that his children fulfilled what he said, if anything, he would say there's a raya there for That from Yaakov Avinu, if indeed it worked with mitzvah likayim divrei why did Yaakov Avinu need to make them make a shvua? It must be that mitzvah likayim divrei does not apply to some things. It only applies to Dine Mominus. And the Shavuz Yaakov over there is dealing with a question. There was an Isha who was on her deathbed, and before her death, she was mitzvah all her children, her sons and daughters, that any machlekas that any of them might have, they should go to a certain relative of hers, and he should paskin any question that arises. And all of them did a tekiyas kaf, they did a handshake with this relative, showing that they were makabal and maskin, to go to him for any psak. Now, one of the children after the mother passed on, a question arose, and now the son says he doesn't want to go to that relative. That relative doesn't really know the halachas. And the only reason why he shook the hands was because the mother was dying, to do an achas rach for his mother. So the Shvasyakov over there, in part of the tshuva, he talks about, well, perhaps the son should be mechliyev to listen because mitzvah l'kayim divrei hames. Over there he writes, what we spoke out previously, he says there is no mitzvah l'kayim divrei hames. Mitzvah l'kayim divrei hames is only applicable to dinei mominus. And he brings a raya. He says, raya k'tas, I have, from the fact that it says that after Yaakov died, by Yitzhav al-Yosef Lamar, the brothers told Yosef the following message, avicha tziva l'fnei maisei Lamar. Your father has commanded before he died, saying, Ana sana peshachacha. Please go ahead and be Michael the chataim that the shvatim did to you. So, Zaktashfus Yaakov, if there's a halacha of mitzvah likayim dibriyameis by everything, so why did Yaakov have to use so many lushans of bakasha, please, Ana, sana, there's an obligation to be mikayim dibriyameis. He should just say, he should say he was mitzavah, that you should be Michael them. Finished. He says over here is Mash Maktas to what I'm saying that Mitzvah Kayim Divri Ames is only applicable when he's saying different things what to go ahead and do with his money, with his Nechassim. Now perhaps we can explain over here the Machlaikas between the Shvus Yaakov and the Shailu Meshiv whether Mitzvah Kayim Divri Ames is limited strictly to Dine Mominus or is it a general claw which is Negea even, for example, if the Mace says not to be Maspid him. Perhaps it could be Masvidus based on the Chakira that the Machne Ephraim and Hilch Zchil Matana Simen Chavtes is Chaker. The Machne Ephraim says, How are we to understand this concept of Mitzvah Likayim Divrei Is it a gather of a Kenyan? That Chazal went ahead, we know Chazal have the power to be Machne things through the Kayach 
of Hefker Bezdin Hefker, the Chazal were makna, the actual mominus to the person that the Mesos of Mitzvah, that the item should go to them. He says, or perhaps no. Perhaps it's only a gather of a mitzvah, that there's a mitzvah midrabanan to listen to try to makayim the dirriyameis, but there is no actual transaction as far as Dine Mominus is concerned. According to this, we could come back and explain the machlekesh for Yaakov and Shalom Meshiv. We can say, if, according to the first side of the machna Ephraim, the mitzvah of kind of is an actual Kenyan, if so, that only makes sense when we're talking about money, Dine Mominus, something which has the ability to be transferred through Kenyan. However, in a case of Hespid, where the May said, I do not want you to say a Hespid on me, over there it doesn't pass any idea of Kenyan, and therefore we can say, the Shvasyaka says over there, there is no Mitzvah Likayim, Divri However, the Shalomesh will learn like the second side of the Machna Ephraim, that Mitzvah Likayim, Divri has nothing to do with the Kenyan, but rather it's a Dimi Derabanan that wanted to try to fulfill the words that the Mace had said, and therefore, even when it comes to a hespid, there is a mitzvah likayim, divri hames. Now the Shulchan Aruch and Chayshem Mishpat, Simenresh, Tzadi, Sifchavav, paskins like this. Katen Shehidel, if a child became older, Afihoi Eichel Vishayse Yoyse Midai, Umafsir Vahelech Bederech Ra, even if he's totally losing all the Nechassim that came to him be Yerusha, Bezdin does not hold back from him the money which is rightfully his. And we are not mimed for him, someone to oversee his estate. The only time where we take over the Nechassim is only if the Meirish, the one who died, had made a tzava that they should only give the Nechassim over to his son if he's responsible. Or if he had said, he gave a tzavah, they should only give it to him at a certain time. Then we go ahead and get involved. The Mechaber ends up, We try to teach him, but as far as to take control of the estate, that we have no right. The Sma in Tzivkat Nunches writes, on this that the Mechaber says, that if the Meirish had said, only give the Nechassim at a certain date, so the halacha is, we follow that tzavah, we only give it over at a certain date. The Sma, however, says that if the Yasin went ahead and was mishabed, the Nechassim to someone else, within that Zman, Enai Klum, the Sheba, is considered nothing. And the Nesivas HaMishbet over there in Sifkatim Yegimel brings down the words of the Sma, that where the Meirish said, only give it over to my son by a certain date, so now even if the Yasin goes ahead and is mishabed, it, it has no validity. And he asks that This is very hard for me to understand. This doesn't seem to make sense. Because after all, the Nesiva says, even though the Meirish said, Do not give over my estate to my son until a certain date. However, since once the Meirish dies, so his money goes over to the Yairish. So the Meirish has no ability and no kayach to hold back the Yerusha of his son. It's Masna Masha Kasavatara. And the same way we understand that if the Mirish would say, My son should not Yarshir me at all, Aimbitvar of Klum, his words have no validity, because it's making the stipulation against the Dinehatira, which has no validity, is so the Tyra as well said that Yerusha goes to the Yarish right away. And therefore, though the Mirish said only give it to him at a certain time, it's Masna Masha Kasavatara, and it has no halakhic validity. And he says, more, moreover, the Gemara in Ksuvis tells us that this din that you only 
give the Nechassim at a certain time, only goes according to Rameir, who says, Mitzvah Lekayim Dev Rameis. So you see that it's only a mitzvah. However, it does not affect the actual Dine Mominis. And therefore, he argues with the Shema, that if the Yasin would be in Shabbat and the Nechassim, Taichazman of Adel Shibud would be Chal. It's interesting to note, however, as far as the second Raya of the Nesivas, that he says, the Gemara in Ksuvis says that this Brisa, where the father made a stipulation, only give a shekel per week. The halacha is, we follow what the father said, and we only give a shekel per week. And the Nesivas says, the Gemara in Ksuvis says, that is, Talia Mitzvah Divre Hames. If one, however, looks carefully in Rashi over here in Masechtis Tainis, Rashi is Meduyik, and when the Gemara says, Mitzvah that this Brisa follows Rameir, it's only going on the very last halacha of the Brisa. The last halacha that the Brayse had said, that if the father had said, after my children die, then a chasim should go to other people. So therefore, no matter what the Lashen he used, whether al-titnuel a shekel, it's new shekel, we always are makamates and only give the Yarshim merely a shekel. The reason being, because we want to try to be makayim devarov, that we see that he wants other people to be Yarshim, the children, after their death. However, it's meduyik over here in Rashi, Masechtis Tainis. And as far as the first halacha, where the father said, made a stipulation in the Yerusha itself, and he says, Al titnu el shekel, he should only get a shekel per week. Over there, Rashi over here is mashma, that would not be dependent upon Rameir of mitzvah l'kayin debriyameis. But it actually has real validity with Kuli Alma, as far as the Chaysha Mishpat is concerned. Which that Chay would support the Mahalach of Isma, that this Chaylik is not dependent on mitzvah l'kayin debriyameis, because where the father makes a stipulation that it does have the power to affect the Dine Mominus. However, if one looks in Rashi, Mesephtis, Ksuvis, and Afstamach, Tesem, Abeyz, Dibri Amaschul, Hamani, Rashi over there actually learns that the entire Brisa only goes a libid there, a mayor of mitzvah, kain Dibri Ames. Even in a case where he said specifically, only give them a shekel. The only reason why we listen is because of mitzvah, kain Dibri Ames. This would support the Mahalach of the Nesivas, who says that the, the Yairish the does not have the power to affect the actual dinimominus of the Yairish. Now, as far as it should not be a stira between the two Rashis, where Rashi and Tainus says the whole Rashis depend on Mitzvah Kain Devi Ames, and Rashi and Tainus is in the Duyuk, that only the last halachas depend on Mitzvah Kain Devi Ames. You say, like the Maritzchia says in the beginning of Masechtas Tainus, that Rashi on Masechtas Tainus is not Rashi, but, but Rashi on Masechtas Tainus is another one of the Mepharshim, so then there is no stira between the two Rashis. And the Gemara continues, and the Gemara tells us, that he was blind in both eyes, his entire body was full of shrin, and he was lying in a dilapidated house. The, foot, the feet of the bed were placed in containers of water that the ants should not go ahead and crawl all over him. The Gemara tells us, Pamachas one time, his Talmidim wanted to take out his bed and only afterwards to take out all the Kalim and the bias. He told my sons, no, first take out the Kalim, afterwards take me out. As long as I'm inside the house, the house will not collapse. Now, both the Marashah and the Kavur Sari ask a very strong question over here. How is Nachemish Gamzu allowed to be in this dilapidated house, in this Makam Sakana, didn't we learn previously on Sakana? A person is never allowed to place himself in a place of Sakana. The Masha answers that Nachum knew that he was a Tzadik Gamur, 
And therefore, it was no concern for him to place himself in Makim Sakana. The Gvur Zari, who also asked this question, comes to Bavarn, the answer of the Marsha. He does not speak out the Feirish that it's the Marsha, but he brings down this answer. He says, one cannot say that Nachem Ishgamzu was different because he was a Tzadik Gomer. He says, after all, the whole Limud that we learn out, Menachem Lemitz Chliyaisav, is learned that from Yaakov Avinu, that he said, Katayin Tibikon HaSadim, when we call HaEmes, and who was a greater Tzadik Gomer than Yaakov Avinu, who was the Bechir Sheva Avais, the most chosen one of all the Avais, and Afilu Hachi, it was Menachem Lemitz Chliyaisav, the fact that he was saved from Amakam Sakana. And therefore the Guru Sari himself says, we have to give a different answer for Nachem Ishgamzu. We must say that the whole Isser is only for a person to place himself in a Makam Sakana. Because one is not supposed to be Matriach HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to run this world in a Mahalach of Teva. And therefore, Chatrila, a person is Aser to be Matriach Hashem. However, if a Tzadik Gomer happens to find himself in a Makam Sakana, Mimela, Bili Miskavin, without being Mechavin for it, like the story with Nachem Ishgamzu, Avada Kolkai Gavna, there is no din of Menachem Lai, Mizchul Yaisav. And though he stayed extra longer than from when he was found in that house, I feel lucky the Gemara says to stay longer, that is not such an issue. The whole issue is to put yourself in a situation of a Sakana. However, the Gemara Sari is a little bit hard to understand because the Gemara Sari is mashma, that the point that he's making is not just a person placing himself in Makam Sakana, but the fact that the person is mechavein to place himself in Makam Sakana, he's becoming like being Matriach HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's the issue. Now we've learned previously on Afchaf Amadeis with the story with the Chamra of Rav Huna, the wine barrels of Rav Huna, that he brought Rav Adabar Av into his house, and in order that he should be able to clear out the barrels, that the house should not collapse. And Rav Adabar Av was upset about it because of the issue of Menachem Lai Mitzchul Now over there, Rav Adabar Av was not even aware that he was going into a Makam Sakana. And therefore, you don't have this svara of that he's miskaving, he's going ahead and miatriach HaKadosh Baruch It's a little bit of a daichik to say that the Ikra Nekuda, the Gvur Sari, is whether a person was there already, or he actually walked into a Makam Sakana. Because Lechari, the svara of the Gvur Sari, is because a person should not be miskaving, miatriach HaKadosh Baruch Another question of the Gvur Sari is, similar to that question, from the Sugin Kedushin that we've quoted previously. The Sugi Kedushan of Chavtesa on the Beis, which says that Abaye brought in Rav Achabar Yaakov into the Beis Medish in order that he should kill the Mazik. And over there he was upset because of this Nakuda of that they made him into a Makam they placed him into a Makam Sakana. According to the Guru Sari over there as well, he had no Kavana to be going into a Makam Sakana. So why would he have been concerned for Menachem Lemitzchu Yaisav? And there's another Mahal for the Nachemish Gamzu, why there was no issue of being maimed himself a Makim Sakana, the Arachama explains that the Pshat is, this was a chilek of the Einish that Nachim Gamzu had accepted upon himself the fact that he was not quick enough to save the Ani who was poor. That besides the fact that he lost his limbs and he was full of Shrin, he wanted to be in a base Re'uah, in a place where it was about to collapse in order to be able to feel that Pachad that Ani feels when he's in his dilapidated house. Therefore, the Arachama is Machadish to us that Chayegavna, there is no concern of Menachem Lemitzchayisav because he's going in in order to enact Kapara for himself. Also, this Mahalach is a little bit hard to understand because, after all, the Gemara says, and Nachemish Gamza said, he was Batuach. He was confident that the house would not fall. If so, he was not in any Pachad. Unless we say that the Pshat is, he wanted to feel like a, the fact that he was in a dilapidated house. 
but not as far as the pacha that he was concerned that the house would fall upon him. Now, Taisus and Mesechthes Ksubis on Aflamad Amad Aleph, on that which the Gemara says in Mesechthes Ksubis, Hakovidev Shamayim, Chutzmitzin Mupachim, everything comes because of Xerah from Shamayim. Over there, Taisus asks a question How does this work out with the concept of Laulam Al Yaman Adam Asmai Bimakam Sakana? A person should never place himself in a place of danger. If anyways, everything is Nigzame Shamayim, so what is the problem of a person putting himself in Makim Sakana? Taisus answers that if a person's Peshaya, a person could cause himself to get an Einish that he would not have previously gotten. And when the Gemara says, Shemayim, the Gemara just means to say that something that comes La'ainzai, that everything is Begzeras Elyain. The Rabbi Chanan Wasim in Zechatzalu Kadosh Levracha, in Kunjus Biruya Haggadis Alashas, in Simon Zion, Ice Dalad writes, that if not for the words of Taisis, he would have said another Mahalach to answer this seemingly contradictory things. On the one hand, the Kalvide Shamayim, and on the other hand, a person is not allowed to place himself in Makim Sakana. Bukharan says that the same way when it comes to a person affecting someone else, that we know that anything that happens to a person is Hakalvide Shamayim, is because there was a Xera that this thing should happen to him. Now, there is no question that Afil Wahi. The Reitzach, the murderer who murders the other person, will get an Einish for it. Like the Ramban writes in Parshas Lechacha, Parak Tesvav, Pasak Yedalid, Vidav Havain, you should know and understand, Kioish, Shanuchta, Venechta, Bar Rosh Hariga, the person that it was written and signed in Rosh Hashanah that he's going to be killed that year, the robber who killed him will not be off the hook for doing the crime he committed. He is a wicked man. In his sin, he will die. And his blood will be seeked out from the hands of the murderer. So the same way we see this concept, that though it was Nigzah the person to be killed, but still, the one who actually killed him will be punished for it. So Rabbi Khan says, one can say that even if a person puts himself in danger, obviously since he got hurt, it was Nigzah that he should be hurt. However, if this person is a Rasha, for having hurt himself and placed himself with Makam Sakana. And therefore he says, it's not a contradiction, and still it's also for a person to place himself with Makam Sakana. Saif Saif, through him it was Nisgaldo, what was Nigzer al Yada, he did something wrong. And the Sefer Magadim Chadashim on the Shamas Daflam and Bezam and Aleph writes that as far as Taisus' question, he would have said there is no contradiction between the two things. And even though Avada is true, Akobide Shamayim, However, the incident to remind himself of Malkim Sakana is because through placing himself in a Malkim Sakana, that's Ma'ayur, that in Shamayim, now they're going to start a new din, a new judgment on him. Like Rashi says, Mesethus Brachas Nachman Hayam and Aleph, and Mesethus Roshanadach Tazayin of the Bays, by Kiranati, when a person walks by a wall, which is a dilapidated wall, that when a person is in a Malkim Sakana in Shamayim, they search through his mice to see if he's ready to be saved from this Malkim Sakana. And like the Masha explains in the Sechlis Rosh Hashanah, even though it was ready Nigzar and decided a Nechtam on Rosh Hashanah Kippur, however, on these things, it's Mazgur's Avainus, and they make entirely new din. The Maram Shif as well, Masechlis Ksuvah says that there is no steer between Akobi Shemayim and Al Yamin Adam Atzim Sakana, for this very reason, that though everything is Bigzeras Elyain, but when a person places himself in Makim Sakana, now everything is in this Chadish, and now there's an entirely new din, which is judged on the person. And even if he was Zaycha, last Rosh Hashanah, 
But now that there's a new judgment, perhaps he has done Chatam in the meanwhile, and this time he will not be Zeichemedin. The Gemara continues and it tells us, Ezu Dever, what is considered Dever? A city with a population of 500, where three people die on three days, that is considered Dever. And the Rambam, in Perak Beis, Mehuklis Tainis, Haskins this way. However, the Rambam is Maisiv, that in this count of 500 people, we do not cheshben nashim elumin ketanim luzakenim sheshavsumim lacha and older people. The Rambam Agid writes that the Rambam was medaktik this from the lashon of ragli. Ragli always the lashon which is used by men, able-bodied men, not tough and not old men who are already retired from their work. The Ram goes with the mahalach of the Rambam as well that nashim ketanim and zakenim are not from the count. However, he says the deed comes from the lashon of irhamaytzia, a city which is mighty, which gives out which is mashed people on the go, and therefore it is only cheshbend, able-bodied men. And the Gemara tells us a story with the city Dereikris, which used to have a population of 500 people, and three people died on one day. Renachambar of Chista was geyser at Tainus. Renachambar Yitzchak challenged him, and he said, come on, like who do you go ahead and be geyser at Tainus, though it was three people that died, but it's three people that died on one day, instead of three days. Like Remeir, do you go like the opinion of Remeir who said, what this is referring to is we have Machaikas Ramein Rabbi Huda Mesechus Baba Kamadach of Dalaram and Aleph. Everyone agrees that the Allah is that if a Shar gores someone, he pays only Chatzinezek half the damage. When a Shar, however, gores three times and he's established to be a Mu'ad, the din is a Mu'ad, pays Nezek Shalim. Now there's a Machaikas between Rabbi Yehuda and Rameir. According to Rabbi Yehuda, in order to become a Shar Hamu'ad, it has to have three different days of goring, like it's mashman the Pasuk. Rameir, however, says it's a Kalchaimer. If if when it gored on three different days, it becomes a muad, Kalshakain, when it's Kirvinikhaisav, it should become a muad. And we pass in like Rav Yehuda, that in order for a shar to become a muad, it has to gore three times on three different days. And so Paskins the Ramam. And Mamelhuad in the Ramam Paskins, as far as being Kevea, if something is considered Dever, it has to be that three people die on three different days. However, the Raman Perak Beis Lachahe writes that if three people die on one day, that is not considered Dever. And that's based on this Gemara which says that the Mandama that says three going on one day is only Alibad the Rameyer, who the Lacha is not like Rameyer. However, the Lacha Mishnah asks a very powerful question on the Shitas Hator. Mitzadacha, the Torah, when it comes as far as Dever, Paskins like the Rambam, in Simon Tafkov Ayin Vav, like Rabbi Yehuda, that if three people die on one day, it is not considered Dever. However, the Torah in Simon Kuf Yudalid brings down Meshayin the Marami Rutenberg. The Marami Rutenberg's minug was on Shmini Ataris when we begin saying Mashiva Ruach Umayyad Agashem. So the halacha is that if a person is Mesopic, whether he said Mashiva Ruach Umayyad Agashem, within the first 30 days he has to be Chayzer, we have to assume that he did like his Hargelis and he did not say Mashiva Ruach Umayyad Agashem. After 30 days, which involves three tefillahs a day, 90 times saying the Mashvaruch Amarit Agashem, we can safely assume that his regulus now has changed to say Mashvaruch Amarit Agashem. The Marami Rutenberg had a minog that on Shminiat Saras, in order to avoid the whole issue, he would say Mashvaruch Amarit Agashem 90 times, starting from Atta Gibar, he would say through Mashvaruch Amarit Agashem. And therefore, if ever there would be a suffix, whether he said it or not, he could rely that his regulus had changed. Now, Rabbi Rodenberg brought a riot to Yeshita from the very Gemara that we just quoted from Ketzer Regal, that it says by Ashara Mu'ad, 
if it goes on three different days, it's chayev. So kirev like all shekain. So therefore, who then over here being makar of the mashvah ruas most definitely should work. The Rav Rabbeinu Peretz, however, argues on the Shita of Maram Yurtenberg, and he says one cannot compare the two. The Rosh goes, however, with the Shita of Maram Yurtenberg, and, as it, and so is Mashim in the Torah. Now it's Mashim from the Torah that everyone agrees to the Savar of Rameir of Kirim Negev The Homa Chaykes of here just is, is it comparable to the case of Mashim Aruach or Meir Gashem? And therefore the Lech Mishnah asks, we seem to have a steer in the Torah. On the one hand, when it comes to Mashim Aruach, he goes with the Mahalach of Rameir, that Kirav Nigichaisa Blake Al Shekane. And yet when it comes to Dever, he says it's only considered Dever if it's three Mason on three different days. He does not say that if it's three on one day, we say Lake Al Shekane most definitely it should be Dever. Now Lacha Mishnah says, he entertains that perhaps one would have said a Svara, that perhaps everyone agrees, even Rabbi Yehuda theoretically agrees to the Svara of Rameir of Kirav Nigichaisa Blake Al Shekane. The only reason why Rabbi Yudah argues when it comes to Shara Mu'id is because since over there the Psukim are Mashma, that there was a goring on three different days, therefore, in order to become a Mu'id, there's Xerah Sakasana in these three different days. However, as far as anything else, where there is no special Xerah Sakasana, we go back to the Svara of Remeir, that Kirim Negechais to Vaykal Shekim. But the Lacham Mishnah says that cannot be the Pshan Nator. Because if that would be the Pshan Nator, how come when it comes to Dever, the Torah Paskins, that Gimel Mason on one day is not considered Dever. Over here, there is no Xeris HaKasav. So over here, we should have gone with the logic of Kirin Nikichaisav. And therefore, we're back to the original question. How could it be that on the one hand, the Torah Paskins like Rav Yehuda, when it comes to Dever, yet when it comes to Mashvaruch, Mayr Nagashem, he Paskins like the Shita of Rameir. In order to answer the Torah, the Lacham Mishnah wants to say, a Mechodeshtik of Shat in the Gemara. That when Renachem Bar Yitzchak asks, who are you going like? Are you going like Rameir? He didn't mean to ask because we don't follow the law like Rameir. But rather what he meant to ask is that even Rameir would agree in such a case that this is not considered Dever. Because the whole Svar of Rameir is only by Shar Hamuad, that since it went ahead and gored three times in one day, it most definitely got this Tevanel, a Kinyan Ra, that it has this Regilus to gore. However, the Lacham Mishnah says, or Renach Maritok meant to say is, when it comes to Dever, which has nothing to do with a Teva, Rather, the question is, should we assume this is just a mikra, that it just happened to be three people died, or do we say there's a seder going on over here, there's an order, three people died, three consecutive days, there must be dever. Over there, it does not apply the svar of Rameir of Kirav Negechaisa of Lake al Perhaps we could be Mazber, explain further what the Lacham Mishnah means to say over here, the Hektim, to explain first what exactly is the crux of the argument between the Marami Rutenberg and Rabbeinu Peretz, whether we can compare over here Mashavurach Vayra Geshem being said in one day to Kir of Nigichaisav of the Sharamud. The stipler Mesechus Babakama in Simon Chavtes says a beautiful explanation in the Machaikis Marap Mirutenberg and Rabbeinu Peretz. The stipler says that, there, that there's a fundamental question over here how exactly to this understand the aside of three Nigichas of Sharamud. One can understand it in two possible ways. One way is to say, that it's a simon. That an animal, we don't know if it's considered a wild animal or not. But if an animal goes ahead and gores three people, that proves to us a fact that always was, that this animal must be a wild animal. Or perhaps that's not the pshat. The aside of the three nekichas of Sharamud is not proving a fact which already was, but rather the mitzias is an animal being margul itself, going ahead and goring three times in a row, that itself gives it a new teva, changes 
it's natural Tava, then now it's Tava is Tagore. Daibler explains this is the crux of the Machaikas, the Marami Rutenberg and Rabbeinu Peretz. According to the Marami Rutenberg, he understood the three Negichas of Shara Muad create a new Tava in this Shar. Though till now this Shar perhaps was not a wild Shar, but by becoming accustomed to going three times, that creates by the Shar a new Tava. And therefore the Marami Rutenberg said, if we see that doing it in three times in one day most definitely creates that Tava, so who had been with the purpose of Ma'ashavaruch and Marinat Geshem, everyone agrees, is to be marvel the person to have a new Tava, then that was Regulus is when he dominates, he says Ma'ashavaruch, so the Marami Rutenberg says, like Kol Shikain, 90 times in one day should work. However, Rabbeinu Peretz understood Sharmud like the other approach, that three times is not enough to create a new Tava, but rather the site of three times of Sharmud is to establish a fact which always was, that if an animal could go three times like this, that must mean this animal was always a wild animal. And therefore, Rabbeinu Peretz argues that though we find by Sharmud, where it's only a question of establishing a fact that was already, that three times in one day is enough to establish that fact, that's enough to serve as a simon. However, you have no proof when it comes to the question of Regilus creating a new Teva, perhaps Bidavka, if it's in three different days, perhaps it's more of a Siba to create a new Teva by a person. Based on this, we could come back and explain the words of the Lecha Mishnah. The Lecha Mishnah is saying that when it comes to Sharamuad, over there we paskin that three times in one day makes it a Sharamuad, because over there the site is to create a new Teva, to make it now that it's the Sragal Dishar, to have this new Kenyan Rabbin Afshay. And for that, in Chanami, for that three times in one day is enough to create a new Teva. That's what the Torah held, because the Torah held, like a Shita Marami Rutenberg, that Sharamuad establishes a new Teva. However, when it comes to Dever, where Dever has nothing to do with creating a new Tava, but rather it's a question whether we can say this thing just happened to have happened, or do we see a Seder? So for that, the argument is that perhaps seeing a Seder is Dafka, Shtelevek, is established when you have on three consecutive days, as opposed to just a haphazard day, that it happened to be that three people just happened to die on one day. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.